I'm back. Did you miss me? I missed you guys a lot. I was gone for a bit, and the reason I was gone is the topic of today's episode, and that's overwhelm. I got overwhelmed, and then I allowed myself to stay there for way too long. In my world, I also like to say that I was on the struggle bus, <laughs> and in this case, I was driving the struggle bus. So since I haven't done an episode in a while, I want to share with you guys what's been going on for me. We'll play a little bit of catch up, let you know how I'm getting through the overwhelm, how I'm getting past that, and the four things that have really helped me overcome and move forward. So let's go. Welcome back to the No Nonsense Wellness Podcast, the place for women who are trying to do all the things and stay healthy, sane, and actually enjoy life in the process. Hey, I'm Tara, a trained therapist, a life coach, a nutrition coach, and a fitness instructor. And I'm on a mission to help you take back control of your mind, health, and life. Each week, I'll be cutting through the nonsense and getting real with you. I'll bring you the insight and information you need to take control of your weight and health, find food freedom, and finally break free from the thoughts that are sabotaging you and holding you back. You, my friend, are powerful, and the world needs you to start showing up in a bigger way. It's time to get unstuck and start moving forward. So let's pop in those earbuds, tie up those shoes, let's walk and talk. started, I have an apology to make. It was really not my intention to start this podcast only to stop it seven months later. That was not the plan. But in this perfect storm of overwhelming, stressful things that kind of all hit at once in August and September, it felt like too much. And I'm sure you guys can kind of relate to that. I'm sure you've been there at different times in your life where it just feels like too much. Unfortunately, my go-to reaction to overwhelm is to shut it all down, <laughs> like everything, and that is really not helpful. Um, what I did need to do was step back from a few things. I kept heaping things on my plate, and I needed to be able to say no to some things, and I really, instead of saying no to some things, I said no to everything. So stress and overwhelm. Overwhelm doesn't have to be because of bad things, right? It can be because of good things. Busy isn't bad, right? Busy can be good doing things that you're passionate about and you love. Like for me, this podcast is something that I love doing. But for me, it's this mix. It was that we were dealing with these really difficult family situations and family struggles and decisions. And I was dealing personally with some chronic pain and some chronic injury issues. And then we were dealing with some illnesses. And it's it's very difficult for me to be down, you know, for me to not be on. My identity, right, is being active and capable and doing the things that I want to do when I want to do them. Right? <laughs> like I, when I just decide that I want to do something, I do it. And for me, it was this combination of like all these things that I couldn't control uh, that were just weighing down on me. And I kind of shut down. Okay, not kind of. I really did shut down. <laughs> and um, 
it was just all too much. So I had to drop things that weren't directly impacting my own physical and mental health and also impacting my family. Um, so everything that was not directly related to those two things, I let go. And sadly, that was this podcast. <laughs> so um, I'm sure you can relate to the idea of being in that place. I would love for you to take a second and just think about what your reactions to overwhelm are, because we all have our different mechanisms, right? For me, like I said, my reaction is shut down, like shut it all down, like hibernate, hide, pull the covers over, pretend like it's not happening. I do that for a while, and then I decide I need to take action, and then I get overwhelmed with the action taking, and then I feel like I need to hibernate again, right? It's not a great process. So I really kind of came up with these four steps for myself that helped me move forward. Because what happened too was not only did I kind of shut down, but then once some of the things that were stressful and overwhelming started kind of dissipating and figuring themselves out as they always do, I was still in this mode of like, it was easier to not do something than to start it again. Like specifically for this podcast, it was easier for me to keep not doing it. And that is a universal psychological truth for all of us, right? An object in motion stays in motion. Well, the motion that I was in was not doing things. And I stayed in that. And so I had to really break free of that. And so that's one of the things I'm going to talk with you about today is how to break that cycle, how to change the motion so that you get back in the habit of doing the things that you wanted to do, the things that are moving you forward to the places that you want to go. So I have four things. steps for you, four tips for you for getting over the overwhelm. Okay, the first thing is identifying your coping strategies and at the same time giving yourself some grace. You really have to start to trust yourself that you are doing the best you can, right? We are so good at beating ourselves up for all the things that we're not doing that we should be doing, right? We should ourselves all the time. We should all over ourselves. And it really serves to keep us stuck because we can only focus on the things that we are doing wrong, we're failing at, we're terrible at, whatever, instead of focusing on the small things that we could actually be doing. We are very skilled as humans, and especially I think as women, in identifying our own shortcomings and all the ways that we are failing not only ourselves, but all of those people around us, right? I'm failing my kids, I'm failing my husband, I'm failing my marriage, I'm failing my friendships, I'm failing my business, I'm failing all these people. So what I do in order to combat this is I just start identifying what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, remember, what are my thoughts about this? And then what are my feelings about this? What are the strategies that I'm using right now in order to cope with this feeling of overwhelm and are they working or not working, right? Some of them might work. Sometimes you do need to shut stuff down and regroup, but sometimes you don't. And so you really need to start to understand what your personal coping strategies are, recognize them, and then identify, is that actually helping me or is that making it worse? For me, shutting everything down, I think (laughs) ultimately made it worse, but we're here, we're getting through it. So I want you to ask yourself, how are you dealing right now? How are you dealing with overwhelm and stress? Are you drinking more because that is calming to you? I can't tell you how many conversations I've had in the last two years during this COVID phase um, of people who have really started drinking more than they would like to. And it is a stress coping mechanism. It's a buffering mechanism. It's an overwhelm dealing mechanism. 
but I want you to be real, on, real honest with yourself. Is that helping? Is that helping you get through it? Is it helping you get unstuck? The obvious answer is probably not. So what's your coping strategy? Are you drinking more because you think it's calming, right? Because you think it's calming you down at night. It's making you feel better. Are you eating more or eating food that isn't healthy for you or not serving you, right? Are we moving into that emotional eating phase? I feel stressed, therefore I eat. Is that a coping strategy that's working for you? Is it helping? Probably not. Did you give up working out because, oh, it just feels like one more thing. Like, oh, going to the gym. I just don't have the bandwidth. I can't do it. Is not going to the gym helping you or is that ultimately hurting you? Like, that's probably not the thing you should give up, right? When you feel overwhelmed, that's probably the thing you should keep. So you just have to really understand, like, how am I coping? You are coping. That's the thing you have to understand. You are. You have coping strategies. You feel overwhelmed. You feel stressed. But you are coping. The thing is, is that coping strategy actually helping or actually hurting? You have to really recognize that. We are super good at finding ways to avoid dealing with the thing we can't deal with. The thing, I should say more specifically, the thing we feel like we can't deal with. We will avoid it all kinds of ways. So what are those ways for you? For me, I literally just hide from them. (laughs) Like I said, I'm like covers over the head, don't engage. (laughs) I run from it. Okay, it's not... I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's that's what I do. So what do you do? Okay, the second thing that I want you to think about um, when you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed is priorities. So sometimes something's gotta give. Like I said, we're real good, especially at women, of putting things all on our plate. We're saying, yes, here, yes, here. I gotta volunteer for the school. I gotta, you know, help over here. I gotta do this thing over here. I gotta help this person over here. Like, we're real good at spreading spreading ourselves too thin. And then we feel overwhelmed, and then we feel stressed, and then we feel like we can't cope. So, what can you give up? For me, it was the podcast. I had to step back, I had to focus on me, I had to focus on my family. Like I had to do that. I did not have to do it for as long as I did it, but I did have to do that for a little while um, because that's the thing I had to let go so I could focus on healing um, and, and moving forward and being there for the people who needed me at the time. So you have to think about what are you prioritizing? You need to prioritize the things that you absolutely must do. You have to take care of your kids. You probably have to go to work. You probably have to show up for your marriage, right? Those are the things that you need to show up for in order to keep your life okay. But there are some things that you can put down. There really are. I know you don't feel like it. I know you feel like, oh, they'll be so offended if I say no. Oh, you know, they'll think this about me if I don't volunteer this time or... Let me tell you something. You have to be okay with putting some things down and saying no. You can not volunteer at the school. You cannot show up at the PTA meeting. You cannot meet the girls for drinks. You can say no to all of those things and more. And I promise everyone will be okay. Okay? Your friends will still be your friends. The PTA will still be there. The school will still be there. You can say no. And so when you are feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, listen to that feeling. Your gut is never wrong. Your gut is always telling you to listen. And when you feel overwhelmed, you need to start prioritizing. What are the things that I absolutely need to give my energy to? And what are the things that I can let go? And part of letting them go is letting go of the idea that other people are judging you because you let them go. 
Just say no, sister, and don't feel one bit of regret about it. Move on with your life. And when you are ready to say yes again, you can say yes again. Okay? I want to take away that guilt from you. If you needed permission to just say no, here it is, right? If you were looking for a sign, here's your sign. You can say no. And sometimes you absolutely, for your own mental health, have to say no. Okay? Number three, I want you to think about asking for help. You don't have to do everything alone. Depending on what's overwhelming you, just ask for help. Ask a friend to carpool your kids to sports. Ask your husband to make dinner a couple nights a week. Get your kids doing some chores around the house. Delegate some other tasks at work. What can you take off your plate? Sometimes asking for help means consulting the experts. So for me, I often do this, and I have done this at several different points in my life. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, I also feel stuck. Those two things go hand in hand for me, and I think they do for pretty much everyone. Overwhelm equals stuckness. So I I hire a coach. I have a coach that I hire, and I'm not constantly being coached, but in those times where I feel real stuck, I get a coach. Um, So would a coach or a doctor or a therapist help you through this stuck, overwhelmed, stress situation? Maybe just listening to a podcast or purchasing a course or watching a video. Like there are tons and tons of free and paid resources at your fingertips. I truly have never been disappointed when I have consulted an expert when I needed one. I always leave with at least some nuggets and some insights um, about how to move forward. So maybe this is it for you. Maybe this is the consulting expert moment that you needed. Maybe you need to pop into our community group um, and ask a question there and get some feedback. Um, Maybe that's the experts you need, just your community of women. Whatever it is for you, if you need to ask for help from an expert, please do it. Um, And if you need to ask for help from people in your own life, do it. I know as women, and I can tell you for sure for me, Asking for help is something that I am not good at. Just historically, it's like kind of a real, I don't want to say downfall, but it is. It's a weak spot for me. It's a character flaw, if you will. Um, I am not good at asking for help. I very much am like, I'll figure it out. I'll get it done. I'll do it at my own expense. And sometimes at my family's expense, right? It would have been easier if I had just asked for help and it would have got done faster and nobody would have stressed out about it. But no, I had to do it all myself. And then I was overwhelmed and overstressed and everybody suffered, right? So save yourself the misery. Just ask for help. Okay. And the fourth piece that has helped me deal with kind of overwhelm and getting back on track is making a plan. So... Like I said, once the kind of overwhelm and stress had started to work itself out and life was moving on as it always does, uh, I was very much stuck in the habit of not doing. I was stuck in the habit of um, not doing the things that I was doing. And I needed to recreate the habits again of, of making the podcast, doing all the things, right? All the things that I was doing. So it took me a long time to get back on track because I did not make a plan to do it. I was just sort of like, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah, I really should do that. (laughs) Have you ever said that? I mean, right, you've been here, right? Like, yeah, I really need to start doing that again. I really need to get back in the gym. I really need to work on my food again. I really need to focus on this again. And then we don't because we didn't make a plan. So 
I was sort of in this like survival day-to-day mode, right? But that does not create a way out. That just keeps you stuck in this overwhelm cycle. If you're just living the day-to-day without a plan to move forward from whatever it is you need to move forward from, you're going to stay stuck. You need a plan. Once you get out of the habit of doing something, it's harder and harder to restart that habit. And the longer you stay out of that habit, the harder it is to restart it. So you have to make a plan to get back into the habit. So I gave myself some deadlines. I made myself daily schedules. I started making it a habit to start writing episodes and to start recording episodes and making a plan for when I was releasing them and making a community group and um, revamping the programs and courses and like getting all of those things done so that I could feel like I was moving forward. I made a plan to do all of those things. So what is your plan? Um, I talk about this habit formation and making plans extensively in the Healthy Mind, Healthy Body program. Um, So if this is something that you are not good at, (laughs) you might want to check that out um, and sort of start to get an idea of what this looks like. Habit formation is an easy but complex process, if that makes sense. So what does your plan look like? Does your plan involve um, thinking of a couple mocktail recipes? So a couple nights a week, you could have a mocktail instead of a cocktail, or you could have alcohol-free wine instead of regular wine, and then you can start transitioning into drinking less and less wine every day or throughout the week. Um, Maybe your plan is you got overwhelmed and stressed out and you stopped exercising. So how are you going to start again? What's your plan? Well, I'm going to make sure I get 3,000 steps every day. And then I'm going to work up to 4,000 and then 5,000. And then I'm going to um, hop on YouTube and I'm going to work out with this gal one time a week, right? I can do that one time a week, right? Like you just get start getting back into the habit, back into the habit. It's tiny little steps tiny little increments, but you need to be planful. You need to be intentional about it. So those are the four things for you to work on in order to get over the overwhelm, to get unstuck, to move forward. Again, they were first identify your current coping strategies and whether or not they're helping you. And also give yourself some grace for not knowing how to cope. (laughs) Give yourself some grace for maybe choosing unhelpful coping strategies. Give yourself some grace just for the fact that you do feel overwhelmed and you're doing the best you can. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up. The more you beat yourself up, the more stuck you stay. So give yourself some grace and understand how you're coping and how you need to change that. Prioritize. Sometimes stuff's got to go. Sometimes you got to say no. Sometimes you got to focus on just a few things and let some other things go. So decide what your priorities are. Decide where you're going to put your energy in the very most important places in your life and let the rest go and be okay with it. Third is ask for help, whether that's asking friends, family members, kids, professionals like coaches and therapists, seeking out professional assistance through podcasts or courses or videos, etc. All the different ways that you can ask for help, that you can seek help, that you can seek guidance, do it. You do not have to go through any of these things alone. You are not an island. You don't have to do everything yourself. Take it from a person who has an issue with that. (laughs) You really don't. And the last thing is then make a plan. Make a plan to get unstuck. Call it your unstuck plan if you wish. Uh, Make that plan. Line out your steps. How am I going to move forward from this? What are the things that I want and how am I going to get there? And then follow through on your plan. 
Those are your four steps. I hope that was really helpful and I'm really glad to be back here with you guys. It makes me very happy to be recording a podcast episode again. I want you to know also that uh, I have messed around with creating a podcast community group. I've thought about doing it in several different places. Um, in large part, honestly, because I don't love social media. I'm not re really on it a lot. Um, but I am starting a Facebook group. Um, so the link will be in the show notes of this podcast. So you can just click on that. We're going to have a community group there. I just want it really to be a place for you guys to be able to come together, ask me questions, ask each other questions, make some connections, and really be able to have a conversation. Um, instead of me just talking at you all the time, I want to actually be able to talk with you. Wouldn't that be fun? So hop into that group. I would love, love, love to get to know all of you guys better. And thank you for just being on this journey with me. Thank you for giving me grace for kind of dealing with what I needed to deal with. Um, and just thank you for being loyal and being here with me and being forgiving um, of the stuff that I had to go through and know that I am always here for you. And this will be a weekly cup podcast. <laughs> we are going forward and it's going to be awesome. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And I'll talk to you next week. Hey friends. Thanks so much for being here. If you found value in today's episode, will you do me a favor and head over to iTunes, find the no nonsense wellness podcast and subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me and it helps other people find the show. And I'd love to connect with you more. So find me on Instagram. I'm at Tara Fallman, T-A-R-A-F-A-U-L-M-A-N-N. -N. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it in your stories and tag me. I'll see you over there.